Zippers, welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast with me, Shane Todd. Before we get into the episode, a couple of quick things. Number one is Patreon. Patreon.com slash Tea With Me podcast. The link is in the description if you want to become an official sipper and join this tea-based movement. We have the bonus episode, The Special Brew, coming out every Monday. Live stream episode on a Friday. Exclusive access to gig tickets that we do, including the SSA Arena show, the one-off shows. It's all there. It's all going on. Patreon.com slash Tea With Me podcast. When we hit 3,000 patrons, who knows what we're going to do. Do we work that out? No, we haven't worked it out yet. We are sponsored by none other than Manscaped. These guys here have been leading the ball movement for quite a while now. They've been sponsoring Tea With Me since the early days. And the Sippers, listen, there is not a podcast fan base with a better uh, scrotal recall. There's no, these guys, Everyone, everyone's tuned up. All of the Sippers are tuned up and it's because of these Manscaped products. Manscaped don't just do... Uh, your balls and your uh, and your bottom and the uh, the the or whatever the, the uh, perineum in between. They do things now even for your face. If you're a guy with a beard like me, you know they they can cover that. I can only keep this thing ship shape because of the manscaped beard trimmer. Is that what it's called? The beard hedge trimmer. Hedge trimmer. Right. This isn't a hedge. Is what? What? Beard, beard hedger. Beard hedger. Okay. The beard. The beard hedger. The beard trimmer. It's the hedge there. trimmer. It's there. It's behind me. Anyway, with these guys offer you twenty percent off with the code Tea with Me for twenty percent off and free ship and go and check it. They have absolutely everything. And they also have stuff like just aftershave too, which is just actual aftershave. Don't put that on your dick and balls. We're also sponsored by AG One. AG One is a nutritional supplement that you drink every morning to support your whole body health. H O L E and W H O L E as well. It can be hard to know where to start with supplements and what to take and how much you should buy. If you look at all these clickbait articles, it's like, you need to be taking this, you need to be taking that. We don't get enough vitamin D in Northern Ireland. All this, all that. With AG1, you replace your multivitamins, your probiotic, all these wee yogurts and all your... What are you doing, sitting on a glider with a wee... Yeah, cult. You need AG1. We've been on it at tea with me for a wee while now. Every morning after my first cup of tea in the day. By the way, I'm on the decaf tea. We need to talk about this in the episode. Um, I, I, I've been having AG1. If you're traveling like me, they've got these handy travel packs I take with me when I'm on. Like tomorrow when we record this, I'm going to Dublin. So you best believe I'll be taking my AG1 travel pack. It's gluten-free, nut-free, dairy-free, and there's no eggs or added sugar. Which is great if you're a selective, if you're chromed up like me. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to ag1.com slash tea with me. That's, no, drink, Dan, you're right. Drink ag1.com slash tea with me. Drink ag1 slash tea with me to check it out. We're going to give away, what are we giving away, Dan? One month supply. We're going to give away one month supply of AG1. All you need to do is comment on the YouTube of this episode saying, what, Dave? I need vitamins. <laughs> Just comment, I need vitamins. It's got, you got to say it in an American accent. No, we won't accept vitamins. <laughs> Hold on, did you even hear what I said or were you just thinking out loud? I'm just thinking out loud. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just in my box. You had a real vault. Oh, I need vitamins. <laughs> vitamins and minerals. You need to comment under this. I need vitamins. Do you want an exclamation mark on that? Yeah, it's got it. And caps. Okay. In yeah. <laughs> caps. If you want to win a free month supply of AG1. Let's get into this episode. My guests are uh, two lovely men. Hmm. They are um, Andrew Ryan. How are you? And David Elliott. How are you? <laughs> Started. <laughs> you sounded like you're in Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, great to have you here. Dave, can I just say, mm-hmm. you're looking so Turkish. Thanks. Thank you. I you feel could Turkish. Not you could not look more like a guy who just, you don't own a kebab shop or work on one in Belfast, you just hang about yeah, them. socialise there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, are you boys. just a guy? No. Yeah. Mm. I don't deliver it, but... No, you're looking, what a glow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm actually raging because I've been moisturising flat out to try to keep my tan and it's not working, it's w- fading. When you're just a guy cycles to the house, does he have a sidecar too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> Make sure you get a guy with an e-bike. Andrew, I I don't think you... I couldn't see you doing like delivery or just eat or anything like that because I think there's too much room for them to get your order wrong. And then you're not... It's too much hassle to then phone them and get it changed. I've done it. I did it in the pandemic. Right. But nowadays, I like to go out and sit in places rather than get the deliveries, you know. I went to uh, Little Wing last night. Yeah. Brilliant. Out in Ballyhack, more like... It's a good spot. We saw good you sitting spot. outside Lynchpin on my way to the studio here. Oh, did you? You look like a scriptwriter writing something like top notch. I was actually doing me accounts. Doing me oh, Excel spreadsheet. I wonder you know, why you had an erection. End of the <laughs> month. End of the month, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Need to know where I am, Shane. I don't know. You know that? He's the guy who goes to the, go to the Chinese takeaway and order in a spot and then sit and just look at the way you want me to do it. Until he orders ready. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no side. phone, no yeah, magazine. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nightmare to cut my hair. I tell... Like I've I've gone through every hairdresser in Hollywood now to the to the one that I can <laughs> oh, find that will actually listen to me, and then they so, do their hair as well. There was a the Turkish barber in Hollywood. He's brilliant, right? But he's very physical. He's sitting beside you. <laughs> <laughs> They're very physical. Yes, you know they're pushing your head around and up and down and like, all right, mate. All right. The fire. They do the fire. They do the fire. Do the ears. They do the nose. And uh, you know they're 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 very handsy. Yeah. Uh, then there's a place next door that's opened up. It's really nice. So I went in there, you know. Yeah. And, I, and then. I say to them, like, oh, yeah, can you just give me a one blade low, blend it into a two, and then I want the drop down to be quite low, but I want it the to be... What fuck you talking about? <laughs> the drop to, down? The drop down, yeah. So I call, I call it the drop down, like. <laughs> Do you not call the way, it the drop down? This I, is the most... Well, Dave won't know, anyway, but like... It's the most elaborate hair order I've ever heard, and you're there. You're yeah. not even at the top yet? No, no, I'm not even at the top yet. So I go... Go from the start. All right, so I'll go one there. Yeah. Then I want it to fade into a two. Yeah. And then you see the length there that comes down. It drops down. Oh, yeah. Right? The so drop down. The drop down, right? I want that dropping down, but I don't want it straight. I want it chopped in. Right. So I want it messy. Yeah. So I say that to them. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then about two or three minutes into the cut, I'm like, don't forget the only <laughs> chop in. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, goes, when are you doing that? I'm like, when are you doing that now? <laughs> Because sometimes they cut straight, right? Yes, Which is great get to get you. the length off. But when you cut straight, it's all lines. Yes. So I want it straight, but then I want you to go in again, and I want you to cut down on it. So I want it uneven. Yeah. And I, when I start explaining that, they're looking at me going, I do this. What do you ask for on top of metal? I want a, I want a, I want a trim and a half, and I want it. <laughs> 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 Did you ever get a trim and a half? <laughs> 
a trim and a half. Fosty's raging because he's bald now. He just threw his knee down. A trim and a half. So basically, if you go, you go. You know, you go. You go. Can I get a trim at the top? Yeah. I go instead of giving me two trims, like a double trim. So I want a trim and a half. So I basically, well, I want a trim. And I want half of another trim on top. Right. I mean, I'm going to say it's not the barbers in Hollywood that are the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely like, not. These barbers are unreasonable. You're giving them a fucking Dickens riddle when you go yeah. in. So I want the drop down to be choppy, and I want a trim and a half on top, and I want thickness at the front. Thickness. I want it to be thick at the front. What? Yeah. We don't have that word here. <laughs> Do you not want it to be thick? You guys like, what does this guy want? Thickness. You want thickness, mate? (laughs) So I go, I want thickness at the front. (laughs) Google Translate might help. Right. Do you know what? Do you know what? I think the thing is, see, by the time you stop, you've got to the drop down. They're not listening. Yeah. They will just give you the haircut, especially the Turks. No offense, Dave. They'll give you the haircut that they want to give you. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting their standard yeah. haircut. So they're listening, being like, yes, mate, no worries, no worries. And then they'll just do it. Yeah, like, I, when I lived in England, I had the same hairdresser for, for six years, an Italian lady. She would cut my hair. She'd come in. She knew exactly how to deal with me. I was like, I want I want this cut. You know what I'm looking for today. And she goes, she's like, do you want to trim? I said, trim and a half. Right? <laughs> and it was 16 quid. And I always gave her 20 because she had to put up with it. I give her four quid for the psychological trauma. <laughs> <laughs> for the anxiety. That's so, yeah, why. So I've gone through all the barbers here. You now. haven't? You haven't been to Coco? I go no, to Hold on a second. There's three on the main street. So you've yeah. got the Turkish, which are great. The guy next door, he's new. He's really good. There's a guy and a girl there. And then you go right up by the Centra. You go in, there's about four or five of them in there. Gary's. Gary's, yeah. So they're the three <laughs> that, I've, that I've been right. using. You haven't been to Coco yet. I Where, go to Coco. Where's Coco? Like... In between here, like close to Lynchpin, right? Coco, he's he's in the it's blue and white building. We'll see it. You come and Jocks after this. We'll go for lunch. Yeah. Okay. We'll point it out to you on the way. You need to see, go see Coco. And will he be okay with me? First no, of all, no. You you, you have this is dangerous for you. You have your accent and Coco's yeah. Egyptian. You'll find middle ground somewhere. <laughs> You'll find middle what ground. What if somewhere. he goes in and fucks it for you, and then you, you can't see Coco anymore? You're like, see that guy? Oh, Coco's Coco's, like that if guy you disrespect in. Coco, yeah. But, like, see, the thing is, Shane, I've always said that you're working with a great head of hair. Yeah, thank right. you. And I'm working with a great head of hair. But I've noticed it's going a little bit tin up there. So when I go in, I say, I want I want to tick this, tick, tick this back, right? So I say, so what I do is I get him to comb the fringe down, cut it across, yeah. chop into it. But then I want, just at this bit here, at the front of the forehead, I say to them, I want the length to stay, but I want the behind the front, I want that to be short. So it's a bit of a it's a bit of a puzzle to figure yeah. it out. Yeah, but they get it. Dave's right. You need to go in with a photo and go yeah. that. Jake yeah. Paul. I go in. I see. I couldn't do. I couldn't do your head. I couldn't do your hair. Yeah, because you're too high for do me you at the sides. Yeah, <laughs> no, but he's too high at the sides. I don't have the shape. My head isn't. I can't. I can't do the height. See how he's high up at the side. I can't go that high because I don't have the head shape. Right. You got the head. Your hair suits your head. Right. Thank my you. my head is a, it's a different shaped head. It's a, yeah. it's a southern head. Right. Yeah. 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 So I like I want trim and a half and zero to one thickness at the drop, front. Fit two <laughs> trim and a half thickness. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't even got the, what did you do at the back? Oh got no. There, yeah. So what I want I want a layer. <laughs> 
so I like a layer at the like bar. a layer or a yeah. layer so you gotta understand it right okay <laughs> so I want a one to go up a third at the back pardon so if you look look at the back of my head I want to I want to see that there it does look third yeah. right. so I want a one blade to go for a third the second third is a two blade and in the third third that is a two why have I just noticed you've got a tattoo in the back of your tie? <laughs> What's all that about? What's all that about, Shane? The tattoo in the back of my leg. What's the, what's the tattoo? Oh. <laughs> that man's responsible for the mm. tattoo in the back of my leg. So oh. anyway, so that, that, that I'm just oh, saying, right. like that's, <laughs> that's where we are. That's where we are with the haircuts. That's where right. we are, lads. Okay. Oh, well, see before, see before I went on holidays. Right? <laughs> <laughs> my hairdresser was in his holidays. But anyway. Crazy, a lot of people no. listen and be like, how the fuck does Dave have a hairdresser? <laughs> I'm, I'm like like a black man. I go in just for the crack. You know, I don't really yeah. need to be in the barbershop. You're shop. a barbershop guy. I go in and I just have a bit of, bit of crack. Yeah. So he was in his holiday, so my hair was getting like microphone hair. You know, when you have a shaved head, if it gets out, it looks like my, my, my wife does not like that. She's like, I'll pay for you. I was like, I, I don't need you to pay for me. I just I was going to do it myself at home. She went, no, you go, there's a new Kurdish dude down the bottom of the street. He's open the barber shop. He'll do oh. it for you. Cur- oh, he's Kurdish. Yes, he's Kurdish. Right, which is like I Turkish. Thought you were saying like Kurdish with no, Andrew's accent. Just Kurdish. Yeah, this is Kurdish. <laughs> Kurdish O'Flaherty is going to sort you out. Kurdish O'Flaherty. <laughs> I'd say there's a few of them knocking around. <laughs> so I went in and I said to to the Kurdish. guys, like, give us a, I just a one all over, and he got the blade, and it wasn't nothing was coming off, and I was like. Get rid of the blade, and he goes. <laughs> just okay. I was like, yeah, just get, get rid of the. And go at it, and then he was like, okay. He put me in a headlock and used a foil face <laughs> razor, and, just did and it was so tight. Like it felt so weird and horrible. And it looks great. Back. Yours looks great, especially with the tan. Thank it, you. It suits you. You've got a good yeah. look going, Dave. I saw a guy who used to go to the gym. Used to go to the gym that me and you yeah. went to. Who had uh, Tom Smith? No, he had the. He got the dots tattooed on. You know, like so it looked like a skinhead. But it's all like dots as if you've just had a shave yeah. like these. Oh, right. But, but it was you, permanent. But do you know the thing about those dots are? The micro dots are that your other hair that exists that doesn't, isn't gone. Like, so here where I've lost a lot of the hair and here, these bits, the old, like, you know, the Tony Soprano bits still grow. Right. So you'll just have like a Tony Soprano if you haven't been on top of it with all these weird dots in your head. It looks weird. Yeah. But as long as you're shaving it every day, I guess it's all right. But you don't, you don't that same dots. guy was uh, drying his... Uh, Pubes, obviously, wasn't a manscape user with oh, uh, hand dryers in the gym, and my dad, my dad ratted him out. My dad ratted him out. But uh, does he have pubes or just dots? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I put in a complaint to my gym recently. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Oh, People slamming the weights down. Yeah. Finished using them. Yeah. In the floor vibrating. Um. Yeah, I, I hate that. There's, there's zero reason. It's intimidation, and it's also affects people you know new people to the gym who are not gym confident the floor vibrating and all that and i think i went down and i said listen can you do something about them slamming the weights up down and is it big guys like meathead guys oh, or just but, i like i'm telling you now right i was in the gym right i go to the gym three times a week right i'm just mm. bang average i go to the gym to stay the same i'm not there to train anything i do it just for you know just to stay the same where's that david goggins motivational video yeah <laughs> stay the same <laughs> stay the same <laughs> anyway but there was a guy in the gym man and he was, and I mean, lifting the bars, and I mean, making a point, them. right? And there's people in the gym, you know, who are not overly gym confident, and it's very intimidating. And the floors are vibrating, and they're making all these noises. And I was just going out, and I, I know one of the girls that works there, and I was like, "Hey, how are you getting on?" I said, "Listen, do something about those guys slamming the 
the way it's down. And she goes, yeah, you know, we did a survey recently and that was one of the one of the things that came up. And I was like, okay, cool. I said, well, just put a few signs up, you know? You didn't go over and say anything to the fellas, no? Are you fucking mental? <laughs> <laughs> I was. I, I, do you act, Shane, there's no way I'm, I'm approaching a man lifting things that are heavier than me like my dad is the worst guy you sh- it might be the same gym you go do you go to one near your house yeah right um my dad has gone into so many <laughs> arguments exchanges quarrels one last week where a guy in the gym car park opened his door and uh, it hit my, my dad was sitting in his car it hit my dad's car just slightly but my dad got out of his car and was like get my door and the guy goes fair play to the guy good band to the guy goes not it yeah. that's like you did and the guy goes don't get it mate uh-huh. and the, my dad said he was like in, in his late 30s this guy my dad said and I quote I stepped to him stepped in yeah my dad's 73 brilliant I stepped to him but my dad like oh he's co- constant with the people in the gym like because he's at that age where like everything he sees pisses him off yeah. why is he approaching people like a street dancer what do you mean <laughs> stepping up like uh, what have you got <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, so you put it. So have you heard anything back from that? No, no. But I was in the gym the other day, and they were doing it again. Now, look, I'm not. Look, it is what it is. But like, I don't want to be a more. I love the gym, and I like the people. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good gym and stuff like that. But there's a few things that happen that you notice subtly, right? So mm-hmm. the gym I go there, they have green astroturf and they have boxes, and I yes. tend to go there and do a lot of. I stay in a box and I do my little. Mm-hmm. little I stay in the little box and I've got my little exercises. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Thought you were under like the box jump thing. <laughs> no, no, but like I kind of, I kind of, I, I kind of go into the box and that's my space to do yeah, my yeah, exercise. Yeah. I only go in for forty five minutes, and so you, I'm in the box. I'm doing push ups, and obviously this guy just decides to like walk into the box. He gets like, in your box. Gets, him, gets like. But there was no need for him to come near me. Yeah, do you know what kind of? It's like, it's like, mate, you could have just walked around. You know, small things like that. Like, and it's like, it's eighty percent men in there. Like, and look, it's fine. But the slamming of the weights. But it's not just pissing me off. You can see people next to them yeah. getting annoyed by it. Like, you know what I mean? It's just the floor vibrates and That's shit. Now it's a first world problem. Job. You know, instructors need to go up and say. You know? Dave talks to himself. See when he's doing a bench, if he's going for it, and he didn't know he was doing it until I pointed out. He had headphones on when we went to the gym. I think we we're in Edinburgh. And he was going for a big bench press. <laughs> and he said something to himself, and I'll tell you what it was. He said it, and I went, after he took his headphones out, I went, what was that all about? He goes, what was what? I went, you were, like, talking to yourself there? He goes, oh, I had no idea. Do you know what he said? He got himself, like, ready to go. He gets his chuck, he gets under the bench. He, you, heavy metal. He had yeah. a bit of heavy metal yeah. going. Yeah. And, I'm wait, and, I, and he started talking to himself. And he didn't say something like, come on, Davey, or something like that. He said, at this tone, he said, come on, sucker. <laughs> and start pushing the weight. Oh, yeah. That's weird, isn't it? It is weird. Yeah, when you point that out, I didn't really know how to respond to that. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know they were the choice. You used to work. He used to work in that gym, yeah. did you? Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Do you want to hear? Here's a good line. It's a for good you. gym. It's a great gym. You can. You, but they fucked it. That's why we left. But now, if you're lifting the weights, you should go up to them and go, "Excuse me, mate." And then he goes, "Oh, I." You go. If you're big enough to lift them off, you're big enough to put them back. Yeah, I wouldn't say. That. I wouldn't really say that. But and then do this. Scared. Slay queen. Yeah. Walk away. <laughs> I am. Um, so here's the story of this tattoo. Change subject. Dave and I used to do a radio show on Radio Wolster. R.I.P. Uh, not Radio Wolster. Still going. But yeah. um, very strongly actually as well. What time? Give me mm, less give, strongly give me, give, now. I think as, with some recent additions. Give me some context of where what time the show was on. What was the show about? Oh, no idea what time it was on. It was the Shane pre-record. Yeah. Pre-record. Right. As part of it, it was back in the day, many years ago. It was 
everything. It was sketches. Yeah. It was stand up. It was. We didn't know what it was. Played music. It was, did, did we go to like a country park one day and look at oils? There was an oil. No, we sent Paddy McGarkey to look at oils. Right, and you the report back bizarre. But I, and what did he report? I saw oils. Yeah, <laughs> and it's hard on the radio to just be like because yeah. we could have lied. He's like. Oh, there's an oil alarm here. There, but, but there was. But because it was radio, we thought the oil would have made the noise, but it didn't. So we had to go into you know, a dead studio space and you had to make oil noises. <laughs> and then pretend that was what it was. And Paddy directed. And see why you got cancelled then. <laughs> Is this not how an oil looks? Because I had an argument with Catherine about this. She goes, I was reading a kid's book. About oils? About oils. And it was like something about an oil and I had to make an oil noise. Just going through these animals and I went, Sounds like Paul Gascoigne greeting you. Is that the one oil makes? Do an oil noise. Hello, Dave, mate. Hello. I think we might, I think podcasting might be dumb. Yeah. <laughs> we might even just hit the wall. <laughs> so, as part of this, we used to do a quiz every week, Shane v. Dave. It was a general mm-hmm. knowledge quiz. And the whole thing was, at the end of the series, the winner gets to pick a tattoo for the loser. Oh, right. So, like what Paddy and William did. Yes. No, 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 no. We what had Paddy done this many years. All oh, right. Was like, yeah. So the OGs. Yeah. So I lost somehow. It was fixed. Uh, the general <laughs> knowledge quiz against Dave, <laughs> and um, I got my own back. And never mind the mock blame. Uh, spoiler alert. Fair. But um, Fair. if I won, I was going to make him get a tattoo of a on his arm of a portrait of my dad's face. <laughs> but whenever my dad was much younger, so it would confuse people. Because if yeah. he's like, oh, Shane's dad, they'd be like, the guys like. See if he did an old photo of your dad, it would have looked like. Probably somebody involved in the troubles, you know. Yeah, because he had like passion yeah. on her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Looked like, he's like a hunger striker. He, like, he looked like my dad looked because my dad's a very, very swarthy guy. Very swarthy. What swarthy mean? Swarthy, like very tanned. Or tanned? Yeah, just say tanned. Looking dude. Yeah, swarthy's a better word. Is it? I've yeah. never heard that before. Is that an ordinary thing? Could be. Yeah. No, could be. No, no, no. no. Never but, heard swarthy before. But my dad has like quite dark hair too. Well, not anymore. Back in the day, he did, and he had like quite like a. You know, like a black moustache and long hair, very tan skin. So my dad looked like... Prince. He looked like the paramilitary. He's a br- outsourced, you know, like a bandito. Or you know, right. like a Mexican guy over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the first time I've said bandito. El bandito. Yeah. This will be your next yeah. tour show. El but yeah, he's a small tan guy. Like a member, could you say, of the I-N-L? E-L-A? I-N-L-A? <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. I-N-A? Um... <laughs> But yeah, but I lost the bet, so Dave picked my tattoo. So it's a it's a tattoo that says the Todd Father. Oh, very nice. Which is something I never called myself up until that point. <laughs> yeah. But it looks like I do call myself because I've got tattooed on me. <laughs> and uh, I'm Godfather to Dave's oldest daughter Holly, so it's got her date of birth in there yeah. as well. Oh, that's a nice touch. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then when I had kids, my wife was like, "You're gonna need to do something because it's weird if you just have another child's yeah. date of birth." Tattooed on you, not your own kids. Yeah. So I got my own kids tattooed. Oh wow! I wish I'd have got only God can judge me now on you. That would have been <laughs> yeah. Good. Every on my back, just a giant. Every saint has a past. Every sinner has a future. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like in uh, Times New Roman. Not Times New Roman. I watch a lot of these American prison documentaries. You know the guys with tattoos. If they've got a teardrop, does that yes. mean they've killed someone? There's uh, a tattoo to show that you've killed. But I also think somebody who hasn't killed someone could conceivably get a teardrop. Tattoo. Andrew. 
get we could take you there's a place called Crooked Mile Tattoo Studio in Hollywood let's get you one right now and then go back to the gym and go they won't, be able, to, you they won't be able to cope me I'll be like no this is the way I want you to yeah. do it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they won't be able to cope with me but is a teardrop a symbol of you've killed I somebody? think I think it is or it was but now it's, ga- it's, it's only winning gang, it's, only, it's only winning gangs though yeah. yes. if you're in a gang and you've murdered someone you get a teardrop I think so okay but, it's, yeah. but then people started copping on like Dave says and then yeah. if you if they're like if you're like a normal guy who's going to jail, just find tattoos. Go give me like ten of those and yeah. just walk in and go here, lads. <laughs> hey, okay. I'm keeping my lunch money. How do you think? I think you would. How do you think you'd do in jail? Oh, I think before, you'd be okay with the routine, but love the routine. Before we get, we get into jail, I want to know. So a teardrop in your face means you've killed a person. That rapper six nine. What does having loads of six nines in your face mean? <laughs> this is it. He's had a good time with the ladies or lads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I think uh, prison. You love prison. Suit me so much. Yeah. Oh, but, would but you I'd want my own room now. I'd, I'd say to them like, I'd say, listen, I'm happy with. The, I, I want my own room. Yeah. Preferably at the end of the corridor, away from the busy mezzanine areas. I think that's how it works. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you can put me down the end. Yeah. And um, I'd be good. I'd do the mopping, and you know, I'd be, I'd be, I'd like to, I'd like to think I'm the guy that they'd come to for the advice. You know. Yeah, not on prisoners. Like, cut the inch yeah, you know, I think I'd be good. I watch a lot of prison documentaries. I mean, I used to work with kids who were um, kind of in and out of prison. Is that why you'd be in prison? Huh? <laughs> what would be the reason you'd be in prison? <laughs> what would the reason I'd be? In? I'd probably be in for. Uh, do you know what? If Tax evasion. No. I'm no. very good with that. I know, but that's what someone who, but that's what someone <laughs> who's going to get arrested for tax evasion would say. Yeah. Do you know what I'd be in for now? I'd be in for um, assault and a barber. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you didn't do the drop, no drop. No, I I don't really know what I'd be in for. Really, you would like. I think yeah, I think you'd like prison, Dave. I think Uh you would. They would. You'd walk in and they'd go, oh shit, who's this guy? Uh And then very quick, like they they would just like see you as some sort of like hard guy. And then after one night, when they heard you crying, they'd be like, this guy's Mm alright. I'd say you'd go to prison because you weren't allowed to see your kids. And you did something. That's not legal. Yeah. No, but you did something to the ex-wife, like. Yeah. <laughs> He's still married. I mean, you know, that kind of way, like. It's totally yeah. baseless. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got yeah. that sort of. I don't know what you yeah. mean, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got I, the sort of, like, she won't let me see the kids, but she's not seeing them either now. Yeah, yeah forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of way. You know, that kind of, you kind of. You look like, who are those guys' dads for justice? And you're yeah. like, we're going to climb this, and then the end, you but just don't climb it. Yeah. Six feet up, no. There'd be a documentary, like, you know, Dave Vella just sitting on the bed and be like, well. She won't let me see the kids, so I don't like. I I would hate. I would hate to go to jail. You you could you. I think out of all the people I'm friends with, you're the most likely to end up in jail. But it'll be because of like ignorance or lack of. You'll have not done something you're yeah, supposed to have done, yeah. and they'll be like, "No, you have to go to prison." Yeah, it'll be yeah. complete like, absolutely not my fault. Do you need to tax your car. Fault. Yeah, <laughs> I never knew that. Well, sorry. But do you know what you remind me? Did me home insurance. You need to. You need. You I need, forgot. But you don't need home insurance. It's I know, just better yeah. to have it. Can yeah, I just? Can I, I just say, Shane, if you did go to prison, you're category D, and you're in an open mm. prison, so you're allowed out after. Oh, you're allowed out, that. but you'd be back for five. But like a North category, prison. Yeah, you'd be you'd be back for five. You're allowed to go for a walk down Helen's Bay, but you'd yes. be back in for five. Like, yeah, but it's category D, not something that the harder prison. Must be like, oh, he's a category D on there. If you know what I mean. Yeah, but I tell you, you're the kind of guy now that you'd be in with the screws. Oh, like yeah. you'd be up with the screws be going oh, have you yeah. seen who United have signed yeah 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 no, you know no, what I mean and they'd be like telling. anyway listen I'm going back to the cell I lock up myself I'd be what yeah. you'd be telling the screws you'd be wee tight you'd oh, be going up I'd be super tight in jail yeah. you, oh my god GoPro on the forehead I mean I'm not saying that there's any contraband in cell 4 yeah 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 
But you'd be going up to go, have you heard a man skipped? Yeah. And then they just oh, give it, still be, still be they just give you a wee payback. Um, Davey, how was your holiday, mate? I was away, yeah, I was, in, I was away. I was in another country. He's in Portugal. I was in Portugal. It wasn't a holiday. You two are polar opposite ends of mm-hmm. going on holiday. Like, you're, you wing it a lot of the time. Yes. Going on holiday and that kind of thing. He'll just, like, go. Yeah. And your wife will do, like, a lot of the booking and that kind of thing. Yeah. But you two couldn't go on holiday no, together. Do you know what? We, me and my wife were very much, let's let's put it in the football terms. I am... Andy Cole and Dwight York. No, I'm DDA Deshaun. Right. You know, I do all the... In fact, when she's DDA Deshaun, she does all the behind-the-scenes stuff right. nobody appreciates. And you're gliding you know? about And I'm, I'm, Sedan? No, I'm not. I'm, um, hmm. I'm Gabriel Cissé. Right. I just occasionally come on, do something flamboyant and pointless, right. and then go again. Whereas, like, she'll organise it all, and I, and I don't get excited about holidays until the day before, because there's other stuff to do, where she'd be excited for a week. Is he excited about holiday? I'm like, nah. Because of loads of stuff to do, but so when I would say the stuff you hate. Mm-hmm. By the way, on my own podcast, never do this to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Continue. <Sorry. laughs> yeah, <laughs> I sure. So, so I'd say, mm-hmm. I see. I think the things you don't like doing for holidays, like yes. the admin, that kind of thing, is the stuff you love doing for a trip away. This it's guy the most goes, exciting part of the holiday for me. He buys. He um, packs. Poly you pack when you. Book do you know I'm booked to go to Rhodes? Right. I'm due to go to Rhodes where there's wildfires at the moment. Right. Um, you saw those wildfires and gone on Skyscanner? You're like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm thinking, oh, you might move hotel, get somewhere cheaper now. <laughs> I'm only joking. People do do that. Yeah, but I wouldn't do that. But anyway, I'm due to go to Rhodes at the end of September for a week. Hopefully, touch wood, um, everything's going to be okay. It will know that you've right. done that. You know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't actually touch it. Yeah. It's not real wood, <laughs> Right. But uh, let me put it this way. So I get very excited about booking stuff. Really, like booking.com. So we booked this place. And uh, we got uh, one of these apartments. It's in a hotel complex, but we went for the junior suite. But I get, I've uh, I've uh, uh, booking.com genius, which I get up to 15% off, right? right? So what you do is, do you ever get the issue where you either pay now yeah. and it's uh-huh. cheaper or pay at the property and it's a little bit more expensive? Yep. Oh, the drama. <laughs> the drama. It's of not it. drama. It is, Shane. For me, that's drama, right? So... I go right. Well, what do we do? Do we? T- so what you do is you got free cancel. I we, I have free cancellation up to two weeks before I go. Can I just say I see you doing this and being on Booking.com. I think you have a projector in your house and I think you put that up on the wall. You get Booking.com up on the no. wall and you make a real. This is what I do. Like you have a headset on different like, screens. You know, wait at the start of like football seasons or like NFL seasons, they do like dream picks fantasy football and they get all the boys around and they all yes. come around and like you're doing this pick and make a night of it you do that with booking a holiday yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. you get the full oh, yeah. uh, highlighters okay yeah. well War. it starts with the flights right we've got Dublin or Belfast what's the flight times from Belfast what's the flight times from Dublin take into account the parking in Dublin to travel down the petrol to stop at the Apple Green then you got to look at that then you got to look at that and you think to yourself, what time am I getting off work? What's the return flight? Right, do I fly late in the evening? If I fly late in the evening, there's a potential for more delays. Therefore, I, do I want to be driving up delayed coming into Dublin and in a two-hour drive up to Belfast? No, but the flights from Belfast international are more expensive than Dublin. So what I do is I will counterattack that and say, well, I might as well pay the bit extra from Belfast international to get the expense, to reduce the expense of going to Dublin and the hassle because potentially driving down to Dublin, you can have car problems, flat tire problems. You've got to take away all that sort of risk, right? So this one, we're going from Belfast International, we're flying out at uh, two o'clock in the afternoon, which is a very good flight time, which allows me to do the radio in the morning. I don't lose a day's wage. So then, 
Uh, sorry, Andrew, could you do something for me? What? Blink. <laughs> <laughs> right? So then we arrive at Rhodes. I've already started the transfers, right? I got, there's, a, there's an app called Island Hopper, which is much, much cheaper right. than actually getting the local taxi guys because they're on an extra 30% anyway, right? And like, all look like Dave. I love being in your country, <laughs> but I'm, I'm here for me. Right. But then what we did was we decided to pay later, which is we're paying... Most, no, listen, we're paying later, but we've got up until the middle of September for a cancellation. So every couple of days, I go back into Booking.com, <laughs> incognito, <laughs> right? And I look at the other resorts within the area. Have they panicked? Because it's four to six weeks before you go on holiday. When they don't have those rooms filled, they reduce the prices even more. Right. So I then go back in. And if I see somewhere better for the same price or better for a little bit cheaper, I can always cancel that hotel and move into the other hotel. Mm-hmm. So I'm always looking. Can I tell you something that'll make your blood boil? What? I once w- had booked a holiday for me and my yeah. wife, who's my girlfriend at the time. And um, I it was like a week away from the holiday. And I was actually in the gym car park of what the gym you're yeah. talking about. And I got an email from booking.com that said, how did you enjoy your stay at the name of the hotel in France? You forgot to go on holiday. I got the week wrong. So you the flights right. Yeah. But the week, the hotel wrong. Yeah. Doable. Doable. It yeah. happens. No, that does not happen in your world. Oh. But he is the like he, this guy on hol- this guy just easy breezy. Yeah. But do but, you but when you get the holiday, do you open the shirt? Do you, you lie get back? the holiday? When I get do the holiday, you, then I'm brilliant. I'm do brilliant you lie back and relax, or no, no. do you worry? Does he about relax? Yeah, that's what I need to know. Do you relax? No. This man does not own a vest or a pair of shorts. Can I just tell you something? When I go on holiday, right? I was in Scotland last week. I went to Scotland last week, right? Now I did work every day while I was there. I did have to do a bit of work. You know what I mean? Yes. But I did relax, and I'm learning how to relax. But this particular holiday, I am really trying to make sure that I really enjoy it because if I go there knowing I've the best flight times I've the best hotel available I've got breakfast included the reviews for the breakfast are decent <laughs> <laughs> what I right? just rate my score yeah. I know I know I've done the best I can do and yeah. that's all that matters right last week I was going to London to do a show and I booked a flight and I thought I haven't booked this particular flight I went down it was 45 quid when I went into the EasyJet manage my bookings things didn't I already have a flight booked? I had two flights booked for it. But I'm in the secret EasyJet Club. You know there's a secret EasyJet Club. Yeah, right? only oh. because of you. Right. So I ring secret EasyJet Club, special number, right? I'm like, <laughs> Andrew here, 5514. I give him my membership number, right? And they're like, how's it going? I'm like, we're keeping well. Got me hair cut. Um, have you ever had the trim and a half? Anyway, <laughs> so I changed the flight to later in the year, blah, blah, blah. But the minute I found out that I'd booked the two flights, now the first one flight would say £45, the other one was 30 so 70 quid, easily done. I couldn't sleep that night until I knew that EasyJet Secret Flight Club number was open at 9 o'clock. I was like, I can't believe I've done that. I cannot believe I've booked two flights and said, that's not me, like. Yeah. So I went down, I changed it, and I resolved the issue. But I get, I like to be in control, because I was a victim of a very bad fraud many years ago, and the guy that committed the fraud against me got three years in prison. And he took two grand off me. And... Ever Three since. years for two grand? But it was, it was me and a lot of other people as well. Fair. It culminated to about 200 grand he got, but I was I was like two, two, two grand. And ever since then, I'm like, I'm not letting anybody fucking take money off me. Yeah. Now, I'm not tight. I blow money. Like, I, I spend a lot of money, That's right? That's my nickname. But when it, comes to, when it comes to things like home insurance, car insurance, all these type of things, yeah. 
I will always make sure I get the best seat. I have a gardener today up in my house. He's doing my back garden, right? He gave me a quote. I'm, an, I'm happy with the quote. Yeah. Right, I'm happy with that. Oh, fuck. If that's how you talk to a hairdresser, how do you talk to a gardener? Right. Jesus. Yeah. Gardener See that grass? If you want to just cut, don't cut that with a lawnmower like that. <laughs> cut it down. Yeah. No, but, but he, he's gone. He's going to do a good job for me today because he's a lovely fella, right? But he's given me a quote already. I've gone. Right, that's that's imagine he introduced himself <laughs> as a real bad bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a so, he, so he's quoting me for the job. He's doing it now at the moment, right? right? I was like, brilliant. But I've already got a nice tip for him lined up. I'm not tight with money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I like the guy and he's doing a good job. But what I'm saying, when it comes to companies yeah. and all these companies that are fucking out there at taking money off you, like gas and electric, I'm ready for the winter. So this guy you know went I mean? away uh-huh. with his family, two young kids friends and their kids uh-huh. he had one priority summers b cider yes and he sent summers me a picture as soon as he got there he got stocked up got the summers be in the fridge but you know what i think life's very important what, what a, got. What a great quote listen <laughs> that this 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 Here, the headline stick for the it podcast. on the wall life is very important <laughs> but i think sometimes in life in the nature of the job that we do you very little free time time aside you're not on leave you're always thinking about the next you're working you're doing your taxes you're you know on easy jet extra and doing all this stuff i said you know i'm going away for two weeks and i'm switching off now there's a couple of times i had to plug back into the matrix yeah. to check a few emails you did an audition there. when he was away yeah i did self tape but yeah but for the most part it's like you know what i'm gonna go enjoy my holiday with my kids now that was my plan those two children of mine had other ideas they were potentially the two biggest pricks on the fucking in the country of Portugal, Portugal for two for two the weeks. Portugal pricks. They were just not. I, and and the thing about it is, see when you you have young kids, you know yourself. You think you go on holidays, it's gonna be very chill. You're with them twenty four seven entirely for two weeks, contained in a. There's no. It's hard switch off. Yeah. Because even if they're asleep, like during the day, it it's reset. Mm-hmm. You're getting the ready house ready for apartment ready for the evening. Reset or the damage they have done. Yes. So you, Dave, Dave, he didn't have a relaxing time. No. So can I ask you a question? When you mm-hmm. went on holiday, and when you go on holiday, I know you went to New York or what, or Mallorca or what recently, but you go with the kids and stuff like that. Do you guys obviously you go out at night for a bit of dinner, mm-hmm. and they have to be in bed for whatever eight, nine o'clock, whatever that is? Is there a way that do you then sit on the balcony and have a beer, or do you can, no. you, can the hotel supply you with a babysitter well, or anything like? Oh God, no, no, I don't know. I'm sure. Certainly not in Portugal, I've not a good track record for that. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't trust them. Yeah. <laughs> like you could right say that to your kids when they're going to sleep at night if you don't yeah. be careful you'll be the next match if you can yeah. that's what I said you're going places we just don't know where so so you could do that I'm sure but I have the I have the best ideas of like oh see as soon as I go to bed let's get a few ciders in you know let, let's set out in the balcony we'll get the bluetooth speaker you're done you've worked yeah. all day but what is good now see when we, we were away with another couple and our two kids um and we know them, by the way and they when we were there so <laughs> they were in the same we're in the same villa basically oh. sharing so, a villa with another yeah. family that's sure that's, see, that's <laughs> not going like but he, he I was, couldn't do that now he was my friend from I was five years old we've been friends all this time you know it's nice that we've got kids and our wives get on and everything it was nice so what we made a deal with no you so, told me so whenever what they you mean? never said that so <laughs> whenever they went so like we made a couple of deals where like if all the kids are asleep you know, we just take one bit of clothes off. You know, <laughs> the pool, see where no. So like, Catherine and I could go out for dinner for a night. On I did mind town. the kids. They'll okay. watch the kids. They do that. Then me and him went for a night out strippers, and then <laughs> <laughs> as strippers, <you> do. <laughs> yeah. 
and then uh, like the wives get to go out so you get like probably three a couple of nights out each which is a nice time your wife met Dean Bors yeah Dean Bors yeah oh really in Portugal yeah. Yeah. what was he like he was out of his mind um, <laughs> but he was having a good time <laughs> such a bad yeah. deal impression <laughs> yeah but is I mean, he blue is that blue no he was that night yeah. <laughs> he's, he's in another level is that, is that the band blue <laughs> no another level. level oh right freak me baby oh yeah I want to lay how does down he make money six. now what's he doing DJ I think yeah. Dave, what was the song they did with Jay-Z? No, oh. I don't. Was it? Wanna be alone. Yeah. No more. No more. No more. <laughs> yeah. Another level where the shit they like, were, were they? Yeah. Were they, were they part of that early 2000s boy band age kind of thing? But they were yeah. almost just... No, they were like... There's British boy bands. The boy zones and stuff. Oh, sorry. Ooh. Irish boy. And to take that of the world, he's 17... Yeah, and then there was like another level tried to be a wee bit more American, you know, yeah. I mean? a wee bit more yeah. like boys to men kind of vibe about yep. them. Boys they were men. like, whereas like Boyzone were like desperately singing about if you don't go out me, my girlfriend, I'll kill myself, that sort of thing. Whereas another never level heard that one. Were, but you know what I mean? They're always like, and if, if I love you, and if you don't stay with me, I'll die. All this sort of stuff. British boy bands. Whereas another level, like I want to lay you down. Come on, sex. Let me lick you up and you know? down. I mean that's not a sexual I mean, That's a thing. crime That's crime, yeah. Yeah. That's a crime. That's, yeah. It also means like Yeah you're looking like The top of her head Yeah And like her toe Right the whole way up It's like what are you doing you Are you saying stop yet Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm nicking you up and down That's why you go to jail yeah. <laughs> Westlife went to the gig Only two, only one of two music concerts I Ever went to That I walked out early Why? Went to Westlife You yeah. couldn't handle it It's a lot of shite Where, Whereabouts? At Manchester Evening News Arena You go by yourself? No, two of us went. I went. I'm out enough for this. Who was the other one? But hold on, surely a Westlife gig is a Westlife gig. Yeah. I got what free is tickets. It? Right. Okay. Well, that's different. I'm gonna say, what do you? It wasn't even full either. Like, so oh, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't. As you if, weren't. Like... Or the... What era are we talking about? Oh, of Westlife? 2000s. Brian or no Brian? Brian was just gone. That's prime. Brian mugged himself. He thought he was Robbie. He's not. Remember He's his solo song? Uh, no, it's Friday's Child or something was it? Uh, yeah. Not good. He'd regret that, does he? Does oh, he I mean, of course. That, because he's looking at Robbie Williams as the blueprint and he's going, yeah, but the only thing is, Robbie Williams charismatic and can sing and is good looking. Yeah. Brian is nervous. Robbie, at the minute, mm-hmm. what are, what are we at? what's he at? Oh, Robbie's prime. I went down to see him. No. Nope. Th- yeah. No, nope, he's not prime. He is prime. He's not prime. What's happened yeah. to him? Why, what's happened? Oh, no. He is killing. Robbie. Has he disappeared or something? Oh, no, no. Know. He's on a world tour, actually. So let's it's not the hair, it's too. the gear. I mean, do what makes you happy. But is like, it gears and clothes, or are we talking yeah, gear? Think, gear? No, like you shouldn't have a mullet. Oh, no right. one should have a mullet. If you have a mullet, you should oh. be euthanized. But he, Mid-life as a man crisis. in his nearly 50s, shouldn't have a mullet. Mm. But as a performer, he was saying he, he needs to get injections every night because his back's doing, doing bad things to him, doing terrible things. You're seizing up. But see when he hits that stage? Wow. But to me, it's like some of the music he'd done. Mm-hmm. Like, remember that party, like a Russian song? Yeah. But why is he doing all that? Rude box. Shake your rude box. Why well, are you so, so nasty? nasty? Great like, song. Did you do, did he do a swing album as well? Yes. Yeah. He tried, and he tried, he tried to have a Vegas residency and uh-huh. funded it himself. And I think he talks quite openly about it, where he's like, I tried to have a Vegas residency, spent a lot of money on it, and it just didn't work. And I suppose now I'm thinking, well, it's very hypocritical of me to be like, why does he not just like, Strip the look back a bit, you know. The, the get rid of the mullet. He doesn't need. I'm like, he doesn't need all that. He's trying too hard. The guys have got some incredible songs. Oh, he's a great entertainer. So you're like, if you did all that and you just got back into what made you so popular, 
he could be doing Nedworth again and that kind of thing. Do you know what? But he probably could. I know, but I'm just thinking. But maybe I just don't make him happy. Yeah. Maybe what he's doing now, he's just you having loads of fun. Here's the thing, because you think when he was back prime Robbie in the Angels Robbie, he was young. Feel free, single. He had itchy balls, you know what I'm saying? He's bucking all around him and he's he masked STIs, you know. Now he's married, he's old, he's got kids. All he wants to do is go on do his way shows. Yeah. Go back to the family. It's all good. There's no party and there's no gear. What was the other country you worked out of? Great. Richard Ashcroft. It's a lot of <laughs> shite. Speaking of gear, three songs. I lasted three songs. Where? I'll tell you why he did. Uh, Manchester Old Trafford Cricket Ground. Uh, Razorlight ran before him. Oh, why? Remember Razorlight? Oh, Mid 2000s oh, yeah. again. I used to go to loads of gigs. <laughs> Razorlight ran. Love a bit of Razorlight. Actually, the Manscaped Landmore 3.0 is one of those. What? A Razorlight for shaving. <laughs> yeah, that's a great call. <laughs> Light really good. It was like a Saturday afternoon. Uh, Arctic Monkeys were on the Sunday or the Friday night. Um, saw them on the Friday. Went back on the Saturday for Richard Ashcroft. Razorlight really good. Richard Ashcroft come on. And I, it was, uh, he comes on. And I'm in like the middle bit. And I'm like, right, we'll give this guy a go. Comes on. Start, does the first song. I'm like, all right. He's, he's mad. Second song starts going into politics, talking about Iraq, Iran, and I went, "Listen, man, I'm not. This is a news night. Like, yep. I'm here for a gig." Yep. Third song, <laughs> wasn't good. Does a five minute rant on Tony Blair and George W. Bush. Right. I went, "You know what? Yeah, I'm with you there. Take yeah. care, man. Yep. I'm not here to learn about politics. I'm here to listen to your songs. You know yep. what? That's how I would have reacted if I was in wherever the 1975 were, and they started snogging dudes. I'd be like, "Listen." It's not the way it Or he's rubbing here. like, you know, pork fill yeah. it up and down his face. Yeah, I'd be like, you know what? Nah. Yeah, but do you know what? I, when I see somebody like the 1975 doing stuff like that out in Malaysia, you think to yourself, like, he's kind of going like, oh, this is great. This is great PR. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, oh, well, and, yeah. and there's a little part of me that kind of goes, he's gone, made, created a massive controversy. I'd love it if banned. you did it at the Empire next week. You know, you just go with a bag of pork chops. Yeah, you know what I mean? But you know what I would love? Because bands and they think they're above laws, I'd love it if the Malaysian Prime Minister cut his hand off. It's like, hey man, listen, these are our rules. Good dish. <laughs> like, yeah. Do, you know? Do that. I and just find it like. Hold the mic now, no hands. You know, sometimes people are trying to create, and he's on stage with a bottle of wine, doesn't it? And he doesn't, he kind of, it's kind of a bit try hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I watched Glastow. Did you watch Glastow? Oh, wow. I just I watched Elton. Elton. Do you know what I loved? Elton John, right? The guy looked like he was loving it. He was. And I was like, going, look at this guy, whatever he, whatever is he, 70 odd, just having a time of his life. He's in his late 70s. Yeah, and did you hear about how we got home? Did you hear the story about how we got home? Right, so he lives in Windsor, right, which is kind of like near Reading, whatever, right? So so I watched it and I loved it. You know. Legoland? Is that yeah, Windsor? that kind of area, yeah. right? So, Does Elton live in Legoland? <laughs> he lives out by there, but anyway, it's kind of near, just before Reading, I think, and it's a Berkshire, Berkshire. Can you guys just look up the exact location <laughs> of Windsor? <laughs> but anyway, so I really enjoyed Elton John, came on, did his thing, fantastic, crowd loving it. He walked off the stage, this is how we got home, I heard this on BBC Radio 1. There was a golf cart waiting for him at the back of the stage that took him a 10 minute drive to another part of the festival where there was a helicopter, mm-hmm. into the helicopter, 40 minutes Straight over to Windsor, drop down. He was home within the hour. That's a way to do it. Home within the hour. Van Morrison or something like that in his contracts, doesn't he? If he's gigging anywhere in the UK, he has to be home by 11 in his bed. Yeah. Or he gets furious. Uh, that, like, that, that's the dream. Isn't that the dream? Like? You just get home. Yeah. Home for match a day. Absolutely amazing. Like So um, So fair play to him. But it, it, I mean, have you done Glass Toy? Is that the, that type of thing? I've done, I did it once. Is that the kind of thing you would do? I've no, said never. it before. I'll do it. If you gig. I'll do it if I... I'll do it, but I've got to be 
I have to be in like a top level accommodation. Well, I did it. Top level. The year I, I've done a lot of the uh, music festivals. I did a comedy tent. So I've done Leeds, Reading, Latitude, done them all. And the thing is, if you're performing, you get a couple of tickets for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. You get performers camping. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, you still have to camp and bring your own tent, but you do get your own private showers and you get food vouchers. And it is a little bit more comfortable. It's a lot more quiet where you are. Yeah, yeah. But Glastonbury, they do have a comedy tent and I'd love to do it to go back. The year I went, it rained. And I just tell you now, we arrived on the late, was it the late Wednesday night? Or it was late Wednesday night we arrived. And by by Saturday morning, like I was desperate to kind of, I've done now. Like yeah. you could, you couldn't, it was just so hard with the rain. How old were you when you went? Because I uh, think it's an easy For comedy, be. I was like 25, yeah, 24, you, I 25. think once you hit 30, camping. No, but Glastonbury, I'm telling you, Glastonbury is for everybody. Yeah, There's yeah. people there Families who are 65 and they've been going for 20 years. And there's people there that bring their two-year-old kids. It is so friendly. Mental. It is, yeah. it is a real, people. real friendly place. Like, yeah. it's not one of those, like Leeds and Reading, never, never, never go there again. Genuinely, I would only bring my two-year-old to Glastonbury to just release her. Yeah, like on you go. Bye. Yeah, that's enough. I know. Yeah, but look, I'd I'd highly yeah. recommend it. But the they're a bit of a, it is a bit of a ball ache in terms of uh, getting there and getting out yeah. and stuff like that. But that's why the helicopter thing, you know. Let, great. let me let me ask you this. Um, I'm doing a venue I've never done before coming up on my tour. I'm sure you've done it, Olympia, Dublin. Never done it. Never. Never done it. Don't kick in Dublin or that. I'd never been in it. I thought Unreal you support for Chris somewhere. Kent done it, I think, and he told me it was unbelievable. I went and saw it for the first time this week. Yeah, I saw it on Magic. your Instagram. Listen, enjoy it. Yeah. Embrace it. Yep. You know what I mean? Go for it. Olympia's got a great reputation. A lot of great comedians have passed there. So good luck. Enjoy it, you know? Davey, uh, Wall Garden and Banger coming up? Maybe? Yes, Wall Garden, 19th of August. It's a Saturday. What have you got planned for that? You're very... Um... Well, I'm going to grow a wee bit of a mullet at the back and wear a golden vest. Yeah. <laughs> Kinder Robbie Williams. Yeah. Um, no, I, you know what? I just... I, I, I feel like it's a home... I wasn't going to do a show this... A big show this year. The opportunity came up to do the home city. Fun place. You know, been there with you before. Love it. Lovely venue. The wall... Have you done wall garden? No. It's beautiful. The... Do you want to do it with me? I'd love to. See the hospitality. We're talking about hospitality. They erect um, themselves. Me, they erect a backstage area that is, you know, when you watch like a movie, like uh, say like Braveheart or something, and the king is on the battlefield, but they've but put you know up what? this big like marquee for him. Yeah. And there's rugs and there's everything. It's like you're a historic Indian king mm-hmm. and you're on a battlefield. Brilliant. They would set this up for you. Yeah, it's beautiful. Great. Like, you can get uh, hot water, rugs. Or- Tea. Uh, like room lights. Satin. You know? No, what's uh, Satan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cult friendly. And they've got a they've got a spread on for you. There's a kettle oh, there. Yeah, there's everything. Makes you makes <laughs> you wanna make, when a venue when a venue when a venue make an effort, it's the place you wanna go every year. Yes. Yeah. And the staff are the loveliest people. People don't realise that venues. when when an effort is made for you, you you go, This is the place to go. And you send other acts there as well, and it benefits everybody, you know. Yeah. It's great. Well you like, do that as like a you'll send an axe to like I get a lot I get a lot of you huh will you like engrave the axe or is it just like a standard axe (laughs) I don't get jokes yeah (laughs) (laughs) I don't get jokes Davey will you be wearing anything um, like different you know at the Walgarden can we see like 
Because you sort of tease like mm-hmm. you parodied Sam Smith's poster for yes. your poster, so will there be any? I think you should come out with a robe, you know, and those big sticks, like the king, and then as your performance is about to begin, two maids come out and they unrobe you. Yeah, no, psychic clan. Like I've psychic clan. I've been watching a ass. lot of. <laughs> Eat my ass, and I'd love it. Are you calling it's him a, out? It's a wee treat. Yeah. No, yeah, that is the crossover we need. Yeah, oh. Andrew and Psychic Glenn. Oh, I'd love I to. I'd never love to see. But you I saw a clip. That I've never met Psychic Glenn. Seems like a good crack, right? Oh, great. But Dave, did see the clip that they put up? Yes. And I, 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 I've not. I, look, as comedians, you know, we we sometimes don't laugh. We kind of go, "But oh, I was good." Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And I saw that, and I swear to God, I was holding like I don't <laughs> know who the guy is. I'm sure he's a lovely man. Oh yeah, it's so love funny. Like, you, oh my God, I'd love to meet him. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you, you know, you're you talking know, about. That's the travel. Let's show let's you get want. it on. Let's that's get it on. The travel show. You and Glenn. Let's do it here. You and Glenn. Where could we send them to? Oh, the Ring of Kerry. <laughs> I think you, Glenn, Ring of. Uh, Who's I'd love to. I'd love to meet. We should do a podcast together, me and Glenn. See what the crack is. Please. Do you think you can handle Glenn's energy? Well, we'll discuss it if it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a conversation I would love to see. I'm like, Glenn, 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 Glenn. Yeah. Bring it down, man. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't come no, down. No. It does not come down. Glenn, Glenn's like, you know, a wee helium balloon if you let go of it. There's oh, no, look, you know, listen, still getting it back. It's beauty no. of the world. Everybody makes the world go around and it's great. Can I just say I'm a very, uh, I'm, I'm a, one of these uncles. I'm an uncle, right? Yeah. <laughs> No, right. you need to be careful. You're one of these uncles. One of these. I'm <laughs> one of these uncles <laughs> that uh, is breaming with excitement. My nephew's twelve. Has just signed for Cork City Academy. Oh, great! Nice. And he's uh, he's just signed his contract yesterday. He signed it last night. No. And I am if, buzzing. If that, if I were you, I'd be thinking, what free gear can I get? I want Cork City. You should have seen the gear he's got already. Training kits. I want the gear he picked up. He's got his own nutritionist. Oh, nice. And he's uh, he did a couple of camps with Villarreal. He's goalkeeper, left footed. Can play football as well, not just yeah. you know what I mean. So like, players from the back, players out from the back, mm-hmm. and uh, my brother's saying to me that they think he'll go to Germany. Why Germany? Because he's very technically advanced, yep. and they think but that is he not just signed for Cork? That's disrespectful. To be like, nah, we've been <laughs> Cork, Cork are twinned with clubs in Germany. They've got things going. So on. Dave, I'm seeing we're seeing so me and Dave, huge yeah. football fans. We're seeing this. That's why I wanted to bring it up to let you know. You know, you know when like the family. Uh-huh. Start putting oh. out statements out there and getting involved. Oh, I'm how involved. early is he? What age is he? Fifteen, twelve. Andrew's that. Just 12. turned thirteen. Just turned thirteen. Actually. Families, family sources have revealed the player is angling for a move to Germany. Pen hasn't. Yeah. Pen, the ink hasn't dried in his yeah. contract. Yeah. Can and I, I quote this podcast in a lot of papers as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. On there, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, I FaceTimed him the other day and I gave him that sort of motivational talk about his future and stuff. You know, I did the motivational talk. I go to the gym to stay <laughs> the same. Yeah. Never. <laughs> Never improve. If you're going to Germany, are you flying at a Cork airport? Are you going yeah. to Dublin? Where are you getting? I'll do the Sky Scanner for you. You've got a hotel because I get 15% discount on Booking.com. I'm, very, I'm on the EasyJet Secret Club. I get you a good seat. I think EasyJet Secret Club is something they just told you to get you away from the desk. To get you away from the desk one day. They're like, if you leave, we'll make you hey, part of the Secret Shane, Club. It's invite only. Yeah. It's called Flight Plus. Okay. Okay, it's invite only. Yeah. But no, I'm really buzzing last night. I did a FaceTime with him last night. It was just one of those things, you know, when you see a kid that loves what he does. Yeah. And I just said to him, I said, all you have to do is do your best. 
and I said that's all anyone ex- expects you to do and your brother's like fuck up Andrew you need to be better than that you need to be <laughs> elite level no, this is our pension 13 right years here. of age right he was 12 you do your best no he's just he was birthday, birthday there now. <laughs> yeah, last five minutes. no I said it earlier he, sorry he's actually 13 right, right. Um, oh like 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 you know like remember Taribo West the Nigerian <laughs> <laughs> no, this, guy, no. this guy's 23 yeah. they're like here he is he's 12 <laughs> but now I'm buzzing for him so he's gonna he's going in now he's going to be playing in Dublin he's going to be playing in Derry London Plus. Derry so I'm going to be going up to see him play he's going to be playing all over the country and he's going to be playing against like you know Shamrock Rovers Academy Plus. and all that so exciting times very proud you know but yeah. he's brilliant he's brilliant I've seen loads of I've obviously seen lots of clips of him and seen him train and stuff like that like and you kind of go and his coach as well how is, big is he? He's not. He's big enough. Like I mean, he's twelve, thirteen. So like he's he will grow. Like my brother is just over six foot. So I don't mean height. Oh, in in height wise. Do you? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. What, I was a dick joke, but don't worry about it. Let me ask <laughs> you. Five foot or something. Let me ask you about a, a gig that stands out recently. Whether it's a terrible gig or a great gig. Give me like give me a bad one like corporate or something. Davy. Ooh, did I have a shitter recently? Yes, oh, I did. I did. Yeah, I did. I was doing a corporate, and I went, and someone called me Dean. Here he is, as we someone do. He turns Dean Elliot here. Where was this? And I mean, I can't say where it is because I'll give it away. But um, it may have been Locker and Resort, and uh, right. And, yeah, went on. So brought me on. Then, then like the event was a golf day okay. for a company. They got off the golf course two o'clock. I was on stage 10 o'clock. Oh. Yeah. So, all I'm saying, pints were hot. Old boys having eight hours of drink. But a lot of the old boys were wanted to go to bed about six, I think. Oh, you, sh- then, you should have been on before it started, man. I, I know. I suggested that, but they weren't having it. Then the mic died. So then I had to do it. Just Is he one of the old boys? With no, yeah. <laughs> just with no sound. Then one of the staff whipped out a karaoke machine with a speaker. Right. And then... I got the mic and because it sounded very much like karaoke I, I started singing a wee bit a bit of Sweet Caroline they liked that more than anything else yeah that's the danger of yeah, that I went yeah. home and yeah they, they were enjoying it. and then worst of all I bumped into there was a, one of the guys who was at it was working in the petrol station it was Dave Elliott and I went yeah and he, and he goes oh I saw you recently and I was like oh I did you and he goes a locker and I went oh yeah okay. uh, oh man and that's their view of you yeah. Forever now. Yeah. I had two bat years ago. I had two corporates in a row in the sleeved honoured in Newcastle. One was so bad, like the worst. There was a legal dispute after it and stuff. Because of you? Because of not getting paid full amount. Oh, right, okay, okay. But it was terrible. Every aspect of it was terrible. I came back like a week later and I was joking with the staff because the staff were like, De- being dead on but being like didn't expect to see you back after that last oh, one man. and I went I know I was like hey, well, hopefully tonight's a wee <laughs> bit better it was as bad oh. and so, I had one oh, sorry, sorry I had one before I lived in Belfast here I flew over from London to do it there's a hotel that's a little bit out in the countryside is it a Crown Plaza or something or yes, yes. Shaw's Bridge yes it's one of those things anyway got booked in to do some finance awards just came over flew in oh. taxi out they said to me right Andrew you've gone on at like 10 o'clock you know I was I was hosting it but they wouldn't say the hosting started at nine, but the comedy wasn't put in until quarter past ten. And in my head, I was like, when I start the show, can I just do it there? Yes. While they're all looking the right perfect. way. Perfect, right? I had to stick to the structure of the show. We do the the classic, welcome to the show, here's your first speaker, blah, 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 blah. Then they played a video of children 
who have cancer to raise money and they're all watching it and then they go please welcome back on your host for the evening comedian Andrew Ryan and that's me there what I have to do my 15 that's your minutes right? so they're watching you being like really straight and yeah. just and then they're like then oh, they do a cancer video and then I have to come on and be like alright <laughs> so I go back on and I'm telling when I say I suffer trauma I genuinely thought I was weeing myself from trauma <laughs> yeah but my legs were shaking. You know, when you oh, see a dog no. shake. You yeah. see one of the dog's legs shake. As in, right? they were just giving you nothing. And I mean, and when I say nothing, I have never experienced silence like it. Now we all die and we all bomb, right? But I remember doing the first gag, bang, nothing. Second gag, bang, nothing. I'm like, ah, lads, will you come on now? Bang, nothing. Then I acknowledge what's happening here, uh-huh. right? And I, there were 85 percent men, right? 15 percent women. So I do it. I'm down to do 15. And I think I looked at my watch and I said, I'm calling it a day here at nine and a half, ten. Yeah. So we, I then have a couple of more bits to do. Host, admin of the show, whatever. Finished the show and I went, whoa, whoa, that was, that was tough. There's two bars in the hotel. Huh. So I finish. The guy that booked me and brought me over when I arrived, he was my point of contact. Say his name was Shane. I was like, hi, Shane, nice to meet you. Oh, great to see you, Andrew. Thanks very much. Saw a few of your clips. Really enjoy You'll have a great time tonight. This is it. Everything okay? Blah, blah, blah. Make sure you do this. Blah, 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 blah. He won't speak to me after the event. He won't come near me. So I'm standing in a room. There's a couple of staff members marketing and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, it's kind of like they're going, oh, that was that was tough going. He came in. Sarah, have we got the uh, the raffle prizes? <gasps> John, have we got the uh, the taxis booked for the, uh, the Lord Mayor or whatever the hell it was? Okay, everyone? Okay just feel attention anyway so I go fuck this so I leave that function room and I decide to go to the second bar mm-hmm. which because they're in the function bar I go to the second bar and there's Champions League on or something like that like highlights 11 o'clock are you staying in the hotel I'm staying in the hotel right and they're all staying in the hotel as well right so I'm sitting there shirt off shirt tie off topless uh, <laughs> shirt off I'm not sitting there topless like sorry tie off shirt open I'm relaxing Dave mommy all this right and I'm sitting there and as I'm sitting there now my there's a TV on in the corner I am facing the TV and the mm-hmm. bar was behind me so you wouldn't know it was me right they asked a few people came out and started talking about me uh, and no. I just went I need to leave be like what is that going to have sure no but I need to I need to just go to the room I don't want to hear this right? I've yeah. died on my arse right fair enough I've died on my arse right I get up I've half a pint of Guinness left I take I get up and I go just to finish the Guinness and as I turn around there's one guy standing there uh-huh. and he went I thought you were supposed to be funny he said it to my face. Uh-huh. We were like, your name was in the brochure as a comedian. When was the comedy starting? Like, he went direct at me. Yeah, and I just yeah. went, that's hey, one of those things. He went, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, isn't it? He was so... Ch- now, this wasn't the organiser. This was a guest. Yeah, yeah. And I just went into the room, text me agent at like quarter to 12. And I went, mate, have we been paid? Yeah. And he, and he didn't text back to the morning. He went, yeah, we've been paid. And I went, what happened? I said, ring me when I, when I get off the flight at 11. I said, the feedback's going to be awful. Yeah. And he rang me and he went, yeah, it wasn't great, but it's life. Yeah. Yeah. Move on. Never. And, and I, I actually. Can I just say, I'm sorry I brought you over for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you ever like walk down the street and some days those gigs come into the head? Oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. come in. You're like, Jesus, the yeah. trauma of it. Yeah. I, I had the worst gig of all time ever. Which Till one? this day. It was in Dundonald, right? Yeah. yeah. And oh. I didn't have another gig for a week after that. And that whole week, I just oh. thought, "Am I? Should I be doing this?" I'm. This provides food for my kids. Um, do I need to get another job? You know what I mean? I was in that much. Oh, the best thing is if you have a gig the Horrendous. next night. Yeah, Fix there's it. nothing better. Put it right. Put it right. Yeah. Get that one out of your head. Yeah. But I almost look back at the worst ones with 
as much fondness as the yeah, good yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, Because you go, you know what? On the night at the time, there's nothing, you can't be talked down. There's nothing worse. But a couple of weeks later, when you're joking about it with other comics, you go, we've all had this. We've all had it, yeah. But, but see, you, see the one, actually, that, that terrible gig. Aaron Butler was on your Patreon and spoke about it. And the guy met, met, sent him the cut of the clip. Being like the owner of the venue. The place. It was like, yeah, you're talking shit about my business and all. And he was like, oh, sorry. He goes, no, I thought the whole night was all right. Like, I actually thought the night was all right. Apart from Dave Elliott, he was shit. Like that. And then I texted the guy. I was like, oh, sorry about that. You know, I'm doing a show here. It's sold out. You know, if you and your wife want to come along and see. You know, and he just was like, oh, I'm sorry. and no, all sorry. Because he was uh, saying, basically saying, yeah. how you can't slag his business by slagging my business. We can talk okay. about a bad gig in a place. But yeah. you're not necessarily going, this hotel or this bar Correct. is the worst place. It just happened that the show was there. Uh-huh. No, I like the that people before. that brought me in for the corporate were obviously really decent people and the whole, you yeah. know it was all good, very well mm. produced. I just didn't go down well. Yeah, I'm not slagging them off. Obviously, one guy was a bit of an arsehole to me. He obviously yeah. doesn't understand the industry and stuff. But like in my head, I would have done the comedy yeah, bang as I arrived on stage. I, I did one yeah. uh, in Titan- the Titanic venue, not the hotel. <laughs> and um, Not the boat, I think. On the original <laughs> boat. It was, yeah. They couldn't hear me. Uh, but it was tough right it was like it was perfect like there was nothing wrong with the way the venue was run the crowd were all pretty young it was just like stiff and a bit weird and then they had a raffle and they went is there any chance you'll stick about and do the raffle and i went yeah i'll do the raffle it was killer it was unreal better than the gig they went take the piss out of people so anyone coming up for a prize i'm having a laugh with them i'm doing this and i said to them i went next time i do this if i do your event again we're doing the stand-up i said the raffle the, is the stand up the raffle comes first you yeah. know what I mean like yeah. Yeah. that was the icebreaker to get us into yeah. there are sometimes things like certain things with stand up you, if you're having events people a lot of time like how if you have work dues they want to go and have pints they want to have the crack yeah. they don't want to sit and watch something so like it's almost better if they're like oh could you do half an hour here if you're like I'll give you a 10 well, I was, like at, a, better, you know I was I mean? at a family wedding Saturday after our Patreon only live pot um at, at the Crown Plaza on, on, the, on the way home nice hotel so I called in and uh, was chatting to, was chatting to my cousin and, and her husband <laughs> and he went do you want to just jump up this was at like <laughs> 11, half 10, 11 and like anyone would say it you know he goes do you want to jump up and do a set and it, it's almost hot. he goes do you want to do half an hour and he's half joking but you, you, you almost have to go it wouldn't be good for your wedding like it wouldn't yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody the idea of it is gr- we're going to have a bit of stand up it's towards the end of the night. Oh, People yeah. are already leaving. What you don't want is, like you say, everyone stop talking for half an hour and yeah. listen. Nobody wants to listen. So I wouldn't enjoy the performance. And actually, you wouldn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So like, I got asked to do a wedding last night in a car park in Clandyboy Golf Course. I went to Clandyboy last night to play golf. Who's right? getting in the car park? No, but I was, I was putting my gear on. I was sorting out my clubs, Dave. And this guy who'd seen me perform at Clandy Boy, as you as you get, guys have both performed. He's getting married in the car park. No, <laughs> no, but he came up to me and he went, you know, you both have performed at my gig at the golf course. I do it a couple of times a year. This guy comes up and he goes, Andrew, uh, how are you getting on? He goes, good. You got out tonight? He goes, yeah, I'm going to play a few holes, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, come here. Took it out phone. Lovely man now. He goes, uh, 24 September 2024. My son is getting married and I'm wondering, would you, would, you do a, would you do a bit? And I went, I don't do weddings. And he goes, really? He goes, yeah. I said, the last thing you need on that day, I said, it's me. Yeah. I said, this isn't about me. Let them do it. There's no benefit to having a comedian at a wedding. I don't do them anymore. I did. I did a lot of them. How many, out of a percentage, how many of them went well to not going well? 
Like, what was the overall? Nine out of ten went well. Right. But I was very on it in terms of when it's gonna, when I'm gonna go on, how long I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit and have the meal or anything. I'll come in, I'll do my spot. That's it. So, were you going on before the speeches or after the speech? Because after the speech, before. they're sitting there. They're been sitting there for half an hour, forty yeah. minutes anyway. Before, before, and it just worked out that all the couples were really nice people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now. Mm. Can I talk about this? Yeah, the first one after COVID. He's like, you know what Shane's very, very good at? You're a master of getting Sherpas to take hits. Yeah. What do you mean? You, oh, so like, was he at the wedding as well? Yeah, so if he knows something's going to be a, maybe a wee bit of a stinker, he'll send someone up first to sort of <laughs> test the water. The cannon you know? fodder? Yeah, so he sends <laughs> yeah, like the cannon what, you, fodder. Have you got a support addict at a wedding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I say, listen, we'll take them a while to get going. I'll bring an opener, no charge to you. I'll just, and then I pay them uh-huh. out of my money, right? So, it's just someone to almost like get everyone listening, tell them the crack, face the right way, bring me on. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, what you're doing is you're doing all of that, so you look amazing. Yeah, yeah. I so, bring it, but you're paying for it though. Yeah, yeah. I pay so for it. My so. my stick is I am a miserable, small and gray, unhappy dad whose life's ruined. He's married. He's miserable. He's two kids. That's and this was stick. the first one back after COVID. Wasn't this it? is the first one back after COVID. So I that wasn't on. just a stick. No, I go back and I'm like, here, listen. Are you married already? Yeah, she's divorced. <laughs> don't don't do it. And I expect no. They're like, and you can see the family going. It was really sad. Because I said to him before he went on, I went, whatever you do, do your time. You were to mm-hmm. do ten. Yeah. I said, just do ten, mate. Whatever it is, do ten. Uh-huh. I one minute until twelve seconds in. I looked into the room and I went, I'm sure he's doing great. He was standing like this with his head down, uh-huh. like top being like, guys. Getting married is the worst thing I've ever done. Don't uh, dad. Don't worry. Yeah. Have no regrets, but the only re- thing I regret is getting married. Uh, guys, it's too late. And like, he's not doing any jokes. They're all like this. <laughs> Nine minutes later, he goes, "Give it up for Shane Todd." Yeah. And it actually went okay because when I went on with any life in my eyes, they went, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, this guy's alive." But Dave just walked off like it. But that's my stick. Like, <laughs> you know, off. You know, off stage or off. There's no more vibrant guy than me. Nobody, there's no one full of fervor and life like me. You know, but when I'm on stage, yeah, I could get a little yeah. bit like life shit. But that's, no, it's a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nobody, nobody snuggles their kids tighter than me. No one. I brought Butler heads. to do a gig in Oma, one in the Silver Birches Hotel. And they went, keep it clean. So I said to him, oh, no. don't swear. Oh no. And he didn't, but he used the phrase, because he's talking about nicknames he had as a kid. He said, butt plug. Pretty early in the set. Not that fucking bad. That's fine. There's a few kids at the wedding. Hopefully they don't know what that is. The mother-in-law gets up. I'm at the very back of the room behind a wee window watching this. And he's doing well at that point. Must have been like a big Christian wedding or something. The mother-in-law gets up. Fuming. The wedding planner is standing beside me. Oh, no. The mother-in-law straight in. She doesn't know who I am. She just thinks I'm just maybe a guest or someone standing there. She goes, why has he just said the phrase butt plug? And looks at me and I just burst out laughing. And she went, what's funny about that? And I was like, Spop, like he just says this. this is a and she went, this is, this is ruined the day. She goes crazy. But she was the only one kicking up a fuss. Yeah. So because she acted yeah. like that, it created an atmosphere around everyone. She's going to be a good mother-in-law, isn't she? Yeah. She's going to be the crack. And the thing is, she's probably really in the butt plugs. Yeah. yeah. That's why she was, you know, she was yeah. overcompensating. That's what I they see. do. Um, I should want in right there and there. Probably. You should have popped it out. Um... Is that the noise they make when you bring it up? Yeah. No, it's more like... <laughs> splat. Yeah. It's gross. Oh. 
Um, Andrew, what uh, what have you got coming up? What you, what got my special coming out in August, which I filmed. Um, Be, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're just doing word of mouth. If you ring him, he tells you. I do it. I do it on a voice note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, special YouTube out. on YouTube. Uh, YouTube, yeah, and uh, it's on oh, Instagram. Usual stuff. It'll all be out. So when we get that finished, and then um, what have I got done? I'm uh, starting. I'm writing my new my new tour show for 2024. So I booked into well, I've preliminary booked. Can't do it yet, but I've kind of preliminary booked Fringe 2024, and then a tour in September 2024 across UK and Ireland and Europe. Going to do quite a bit in Europe next year, and uh, yeah, just doing the radio Cooking in the mornings and uh, having a bit of, having a bit of a summer, man. I um, haven't really had much of a summer for having a bit of a few weekends off. D- um, hosting uh, Pride Festival tomorrow. The uh, oh yes. Doing hosting the uh, parade, the, not the parade, the, the roadcaster for. They Q. must be paying you a lot because I know your views. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Filthy lads, it's disgusting. Muck, a Hoover bag full of dirty shit. A Hoover bag full of skirting boards, dusty skirting boards. That's the name of one of the drag queens. <laughs> jizzy door handles. Huh? You coming at me with your faces? She's another one, Jizzy yeah. Door Handles. <laughs> huh? That's me and you, Dave, on the drag scene. Yeah, Jizzy Door Handles and Dirty Skirt and stick, st- <laughs> Sticking it in all the keyholes. Yeah, all right, man. Um, Cork in the North podcast. Cork in the North podcast. Well. Q Radio in the morning. Having a bit of a writing loads. Filming for a few bits at the moment. And just kind of enjoying a bit. I'm feeling good, feeling healthy, feeling Trying happy. to relax. Yeah. I'm feeling healthy and I'm feeling really good at the moment. I'm in a good place in my you life. Bar your haircut, you do seem a bit you know? more relaxed. Well, yeah. I actually am very relaxed. Good. You know, I've a lot of, a lot of, we've a lot of things going on, but sure, we, we, we keep going, you know. David? Yes, uh, Wall Garden Show role play on the 19th of August. Still some tickets left for that. And yeah, just out and about doing it. SGP. Things. Yeah, what's SGP? Slag Out Podcast. Slag Out Podcast. Yeah, I totally forgot about the, the Slag Out Podcast. It's out every Thursday as well. And... Uh, been doing a wee bit in Radio 2 myself. Radio Ulster, though, not. Radio 2? Yeah, no, Radio Ulster. All right. Ulster. You said Radio 2. Ulster. Radio Ulster. Okay, we'll <laughs> call it a day there, folks. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm on tour all over the place. Sheen.comedy.com. Come and see some of the shows. Mm-hmm.